Seven Review with Lauren Armstrong. Welcome along to our look back on some alternative stories from the past week. I'm Lauren Armstrong and here's what's coming up. I'll be speaking to Kate Romo, organiser of the Extra Rainbow Run taking place in Escort Park this year. Whether you want to walk, jog or run, the Rainbow Run is you covered. Literally, covered in paint. I'll also be catching up with Khalid, owner of Khalid's Taste of Syria, about his crowdfunder, which he hopes will raise enough money to buy a food truck. Khalid came to Exeter as a refugee five years ago before starting his business. Now he makes meals and provides them to families in need in and around Exeter. And finally, I spoke to comedian Jasper Carrot about his tour Stand Up and Rock. We also pondered down memory lane and discussed his former glory days presenting Golden Balls for ITV. Devon Review with Lauren Armstrong. Now let's start with something colourful. Extra Rainbow Run is back this year and will be held on Sunday the 19th of June. I caught up with Kate, the organiser of the event. She told me how significant a fundraiser like this is. She also tells us what to expect throughout the day. So you must be very excited for the Rainbow Run, which is coming up quite quickly actually now. It is, yeah, it's coming round very, very quickly, Lauren. So yes, Sunday the 19th of June at Escott Park. And it's a 5k run, isn't it? Yeah, it's a 5k. Um, we say you can walk, jog or run. So it's, there's certainly no competition. There's no race times and there's so, there's no winners. So yeah, walk it, jog it, dance in whatever you feel most comfortable with. Oh, that's good then. So everyone can have that flexibility on how they choose to walk or run or even skip. Yes, absolutely. And that's what that's what we like to let everyone know. There's no obligation to run. So it is very much open to everybody. And it's a family event. Because 5k is a lot, not for the faint hearted. So I guess people have been in training probably for the last few weeks. I think if they want to run it, probably, yes. But like I say, um, I think it's it's very much an easy distance if you're only going to walk it and go at your own pace. And obviously the most important thing about Rainbow Run is that you're going to get covered in rainbow coloured paint as you go around the 5k course. So that's the most important part of the day. And it sounds like the most fun part of the day. Absolutely. Yes, we're going to cover you in rainbow colours. So every time you go past a K marker, there will be a team of paint throwers and they're going to throw the, the powdered paint at you. Um, and so by the time you get to the finish line, you will be you'll be covered in all the colours of the rainbow. Could you just tell us a bit more just generally about the rainbow run, how long it's been going now? And I take it you you plan to do it next year. I, I know things have been so hard the last few years, so it must be really great uh, for this for this to be happening this year because everyone's been so starved yeah it, we've been doing rainbow run for a number of years now but this is obviously the first time we've been back to physical events since 2019 so we're really really excited to be back over the last two years we have still had rainbow run but we've done it virtually and that's been really popular still but we know that people are excited to get back to um, do it all together um, you know soak up the atmosphere and it's going to be really exciting because we're back this year with a new venue we're going to going to be at Escott Park for the first time and that means that we've got a really lovely new route so the route will now take us through the grounds of Escott Park some of the, the route will take us through the woodland which is beautiful and then from the event village we've got lovely lovely views of Escott House and it's going to be really lovely to be back at such a lovely venue this year got my fingers crossed that the weather's going to pull out because that always makes a difference 
it really does and uh yeah we're, we're i'm really hoping that summer will have arrived by the 19th of june because it's certainly taken its time at the moment but even if it's raining it'll still be fun you know just come along we're still going to have the paint we're still going to have children's entertainers there in the event village there'll still be stalls that people can go and go and have a look around there'll be food stalls there as well so it's still going to be a really lovely day and we'll create a fabulous day out, whatever the weather. So if you're interested in getting yourself down to the Rainbow Run for the children's hospice for their 5K, please, please do so. It will be at Escort Park, Sunday the 19th of June in Exeter. www.chsw.org.uk and then forward slash rainbow and you'll find the Rainbow Run Devon event pages there. Click on there to register and it has all the event details on there as well. That's Kate Romo from Children's Hospice Southwest, the organiser of Exeter's Rainbow Run. And you can find more details about the fundraiser online. Also this week, I spoke to Khalid, a former refugee, about his crowdfunder. He told me about his future ambitions, why it's important for him to give back to families in need in Exeter, and where the idea came from. Uh, the idea actually came to start Khalidistas in Syria before Brexit, and to start a restaurant in Exeter, Syrian food. But the problem, Brexit came and destroyed my plan. It had a business plan, I had everything ready to, to start. But the idea destroyed by Brexit, then COVID came and destroyed everything. So because I'm, I'm serving food with many groups, I used to help as a volunteer and giving people free food from my kitchen with these kind of groups around Exeter. The idea came to start something for my family as well, because I need to improve my uh, life with my family because I'm a Syrian refugee in Exeter for five years. Uh, I just been learning English and learning skills and now uh, I'm studying business in Exeter College as well. So I said the idea maybe for Halden Space of Syria could be an eco-friendly environment food truck to go around to help uh, my life or my family and to provide free meals for those in need as well because I will never forget these kind of people who, who feel hungry all the time. Well, we think it's so, amazing what you're doing, uh, giving back to people who are really in need. And I know you have a crowdfunding page, so so maybe you'd like to tell us a bit more about that and how we can reach it. So um, I tried to get some funding around, but it was really hard because I'm business not charity. So uh, the Guardian set up, set up PayPal account for me to get some donations. I got some, but not that much really. Uh, then the crowdfunder people invited me to do an account and do crowdfunding campaign with them. And they supported me as well. And they got support from Tern as well in London. So we together created a page for the crowdfunding campaign started 1st of June. Uh, we got nearly 6,000 now. Fantastic. But That's really great. Was really, really, really good. So I just first, first day, less than day, I got 2,000 uh, bounds and I said, what a lovely community we live in. And I just need to, to continue uh, this crowdfunding to launch the car to get the friendly eco uh, environment. We take a good care of the environment, we all, because I have children and I have to teach my children to save their future as well. And I'm trying to be safe for, for the environment everywhere, not only in my house, not only in my garden, not only in my uh, street. So this kind of food truck going to be around the UK, it doesn't matter where they come from, the people, or the, just the matter is they are human beings and they are hungry, that we're going to help them from our own business uh, and to help the, um, the, the economy as well, to help 
to employ people with us to teach people maybe how to cook Syrian food etc maybe one day so many many reasons behind but the big benefit is it is beneficial for everyone and also I, I saw in your um, on your crowdfunder page I saw the brilliant rewards for support scheme that you've set up and you've got a range of tote bags uh, recipe kits and there's also some discount cards for, for listeners who want to come and try some really authentic Syrian food yeah well there's another reward I just added last Yesterday, I think I added, which is a falafel dry falafel recipe. And then I will guide people how to uh, make it at their own falafel at home. So because people, they know falafel is very, very, very well known from the Mediterranean, but majority in, in Syria as well. So the reward is really, really good for everyone. That was Khalid from Khalid's Taste of Syria. And finally, I spoke to the multi-talented Jasper Carrot. We spoke about his UK tour, Stand Up and Rock, which encompasses music and comedy. We also reflected on his golden TV career. Well, I've got my passport ready. And uh, I shall come with an armed guard. You know how dangerous it is uh, down in Devon. Really looking forward to it, uh, of course. um, But really looking forward to coming to talk. He always had a great time, the princess. Uh, And Barnstable, uh, I worked it about uh, four years ago, three three years ago now, with Alistair McGowan, you know, the impressionist. Oh, yes, yes, I've heard. Yeah, yeah, we we did a show together there. So coming off the road, I don't know what I'm going to do in the future. I won't, I'm not giving it up by any means, but Thunder Up and Rock will finish uh, in Barnstable. Yes. Um, but the weather, I think the weather weather's going to be really good in June, so hopefully it'll be a nice sort of round-off end to your, your tour. I'm fixing my thong as I speak. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget no, your sunglasses. Uh, no, of course not, of course not. No, I mean, um, Torquay has always, has always been a, like a stronghold for me. Um, I don't know. Torquay loves comedy and I love Torquay, so it's a no-brainer, really. Uh, and I've only ever played Barnstable once before, maybe twice, I can't remember. Um, but uh, I found that on the tour, box office has been tough because of all the, the COVID and the, the uncertainty. Um, but I've, been, I've, I've managed to be selling out as we go. Uh, and, and audiences, I have to say, Lauren, audiences have never been more receptive. They are dying to entertain themselves. Uh, and obviously comedy fits the bill. And we've got uh, some wonderful music as well. <clears throat> the band is led by my old mate Bev Bevan, who is the drummer in the Electric Light Orchestra. So we'll be doing ELO stuff and move stuff. And uh, we have a special guest called Andy Bennett, who was one, one of the leads of Ocean Colour Scene. A big band from Birmingham. So it's a hell of an evening, and, we, and we've just been having the, the most wonderful time. I think we enjoy it more than the audience, and, and they go bananas. And of course, my, my audience is, is, to put it politely, mature. So I do, I do a few of the old stuff. And, and all the, I say all the songs are from the, the, the 60s, 70s, 80s, and all the comedies from the 40s, 50s, and 60s. So if you're under 60, you won't have heard of it. Or any of the jokes, and if you're over sixty, well, you well, you won't remember them. <laughs> and uh, and can you tell us what what can we expect to see to see at the show? I know you said um, there'll be some old stuff, nude stuff, and like you say, the audience is so receptive because everyone's just well not been able to leave the house for so long. Um, must be so nice and so fulfilling to be on stage and to really feel that from the audience. 
Well, I've never had reactions like this in my whole career, um, and uh, and I'm sure it's a lot to do with the shutdown. But the show consists of me doing, uh, I do, uh, you know, half an hour of stand-up, and then there's half an hour of music, uh, and all the time we have a, we have a background screens that show pictures of, that are relevant to the music, and then the second half... Uh, I do another uh, half an hour and there's there's another 25 minutes of music. And then I join the band at the end and do some some status quo. And Funky Moped gets an airing. Uh, I've got it down to 41 seconds. So people cheer when I started and they realize how bad it is. And then I'm I'm off before they can complain. I have one question from one of our presenters and he is he was desperate for me to ask you this but would you ever see yourself doing another episode or will we ever see the golden balls will they ever be coming back I don't think so it was a very successful show but unfortunately it was a very expensive show golden balls was you could only do 8 shows a week uh, where when you got something like pointless they do 5 shows a day uh, and this was going back to, and, and ITV were in desperate trouble. They were four billion pounds in debt. So they had to start making cuts and Golden Balls was one of them. But I don't think it'll ever get bong, back on because it's just too expensive to make. Uh, but it was a great, I did over 300 shows. It, I, I was never, I, was, <laughs> I did the pilot, which, and I won't go into why, but I did the pilot. When I finished the pilot, they said, would I like to take on the show full stop? And I said, well, I'm a, I'm a raconteur. I'm, I'm not a game show host. The manager said, well, this is how much they're going to pay you. And I said, um, is this in lira? And he said, uh, no, it's pounds. And I had this Achilles heel called money. Um, so uh, they bought me, really. Uh, and, but I've, I had three great years, and I met over 1,200 punters. Um, and I learned a lot about human nature from that one show. Uh, and we haven't got time to go into it, but um, it was eye-opening for me to, to, to come face-to-face with the audience and uh, to, to recognize you know, young people's views, old people's views, middle-aged views, uh, right-wing views, left-wing views. And I, I had this enormous amount of uh, experience to soak in and, and absorb uh, a, a fascinating three years of my life. That was Jasper Carrot there. That's all for the Devon Review this week. Make sure you subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back with another episode next Friday. Take care. Devon Review with Lauren Armstrong.